Surah Al-Jathiyah Surah Al-Jathiyah is a Makki Surah It has 37 verses And the word Al-Jathiyah means One of the meanings of the word Al-Jathiyah is The one who is crouching The one who is kneeling And this is going to be the state of people On the Day of Judgment And we see that this is the central message The central theme of the Surah The main theme, the main message of the Surah An invitation to humble oneself before Allah. An invitation to humble oneself before Allah's ayat, before Allah's orders. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Hamim. Tanzilu al Kitabi. Tanzilu. Revelation. Al Kitabi of the book, meaning of the Quran. It is min Allah, it is from Allah, who is Al Aziz, the exalted in might, Al Hakim. The wise. And so, this book is also Dhul Izzah. Because the sender is Aziz, the one who is honorable. Therefore, this book is also honorable. Because it is from the owner of all honor. This book is undefeatable. Why? Because it is from Al Aziz, the one who is exalted in might. The wonders of this book never cease. Why? Because it is from the one who is most wise, Al Hakim. So to understand this book, a person must understand who the sender of this book is. To realize the worth of this book and to properly benefit from this book, to understand the importance and the effectiveness of this book, one cannot overlook the sender, the one who has sent this book. Allah is Al-Aziz Al-Hakim. Therefore His book deserves our attention. It deserves that we try to understand it. It deserves that we believe in it. And in order to know Allah, what do we have to do? Look at what Allah has made. إِنَّ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ Indeed in the skies. وَالْأَرْضِ And in the earth. لَآيَاتٍ There are surely signs لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ For those who believe. For the believers, there are many signs in the skies and also in the earth. Interesting. Right after the mention of the book of Allah and Allah's attributes, what is mentioned? The ayat in the creation. Why? Because to understand the worth of this book, look at the one who has sent it. And to understand, to know the one who has sent it, look at his work, look at his creation. Because the one whose work is perfect, then his word is also perfect. So, إِنَّ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ لَآيَاتٍ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ In the skies and the earth. In the skies, meaning in their structure, in the way that Allah created them, in their function, in what they contain within them, as well as the earth, in how Allah has created it in how the earth functions, in its structure, the creation that is within the earth. Allah says there are la'ayat, many signs. Ayat, plural of ayah, what is an ayah? A sign is something that points towards what? A destination, an object, right? It's a means of getting somewhere. That is what an ayah is, an indication, a sign, a proof. So, Within the heavens and the earth are signs for people who believe, meaning signs that indicate Allah's izzah and hikmah. 
You want to know how Allah is Aziz and Hakim? Look at the creation. It will prove to you over and over again that this is the work of the one who is Aziz, the one who is all-powerful, and the one who is Hakim, the one who is most wise. So when there are signs in the skies and also in the earth, what does it mean? The signs are everywhere. They're above us, around us, beneath us. They're everywhere. What is needed is the right vision in order to see those signs. And what is it that brings a person the correct vision? It is iman. When a person has iman, faith in Allah, then he sees everything as a miracle. Then everything is a means of connecting him to Allah. Everything is a means for him to know Allah better, to recognize Allah better. Even if it's something that goes against one's desires. Like it is said that Ali radiallahu anhu, he said that I have recognized my Lord by the fact that things go against my wishes. You know, when my intentions, when my wishes, when I cannot fulfill them, I plan something and I'm not able to carry that out. Meaning, it's beyond my control, it's beyond my ability. Through that, I have recognized Allah. Right? So, the fact is that there are signs everywhere. When a person has iman, then everything, whether it is studying biology, or it is studying even accounting, or it is studying any form of law, whatever it may be, it is a means of drawing closer to Allah. Yes? Yes? That our plans are always plan B and Allah's plan is always plan A. Right? And it just helps you calm down. So, إِنَّ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ لَآيَاتٍ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ So we must pay attention to the sky and we must pay attention to the earth. Study the creation that Allah has created. Reflect upon it. Learn about it in order to know our Lord better. In order to realize His izzah and His hikmah. You know, it's amazing. When you study even a part of your brain, not even the whole brain, just a part of your brain, how it functions, how it connects to all of these senses, and how quickly things happen within the brain, and how you know the brain sends commands to the rest of the body, and how there's communication going on all the time, constantly. It's mind-boggling, isn't it? To even understand how the brain works and how our senses work. It's mind-boggling. But how quickly that happens... I mean, how quickly we hear, how quickly we see. And we know that there's so much going on within the body at that time. How quickly we taste. You know, our nose is able to recognize or to remember 50,000 different smells. I mean, that's amazing. Right? And when you study even part of the human body, one fraction of it, one section of it, even that can be a means of recognizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His izzah, His might, His ability, His perfection, His hikmah, His wisdom. وَفِي خَلْقِكُمْ And also in your creation. Meaning there are signs, not just beyond you, around you, but also within you. وَفِي خَلْقِكُمْ خَلْقِكُمْ What does it mean? Firstly, it means that in how Allah has created you, how Allah has done your khalq, meaning how He created you in the wombs of your mothers, and how once you were born, you grew, how your body grew, right? Throughout your life, وَفِي خَلْقِكُمْ The process of aging, development, growth, even in that are so many signs. One obvious sign is that it's really beyond us, right? We don't choose it. 
We don't have any control over it. Secondly, وَفِي خَلْقِكُمْ also means in your form, your khalq as in your body, your constitution, you know, your physical body, how Allah has created it, the way it functions. And not just your physical body, but also your brain and your emotions and all of you. وَمَا And also that which يَبُثُّ He disperses. يَبُثُّ بَثَّ يَبُثُّ بَثَّ And بَثَّ is to spread something so وَمَا يَبُثُ And whatever that he has scattered مِنْ دَابَّةٍ Of living creature, moving creature There are آيَاتٌ Signs لِقَوْمٍ يُقِنُونَ For people who are certain Two things are mentioned over here Firstly, your own body And secondly, in the creatures that Allah has spread all over the earth وَمَا يَبُثُ مِنْ دَابَّةٍ Whatever creatures Allah has spread. Where has He spread these creatures? Where has He dispersed them, scattered them? Where? All over this earth basically. Whether you go to the driest of deserts, right? Or you go to the most wet rainforests, or you go to the depths of the ocean, or somewhere in the sky, or the most snowy and icy and cold places on earth, no matter where you go, what is it that you'll find over there? Creatures. Isn't it amazing? I mean, you go to the basement after like five weeks, no one has set foot in there. Alright? And then what happens? You open a random box and what do you see coming out of there? Bugs. I mean, that is also creatures that Allah has spread. وَمَا يَبُثُّ مِن دَابَّةٍ And مِن دَابَّةٍ What is دَابَّة? A creature that moves by its own will. So it's a living creature. Right? And دَابَّة includes birds as well as animals, wild beasts, insects. Every creature Allah has spread through the earth. لِقَوْمِ يُقِنُونَ These signs, who will benefit from them? A people who have yaqeen. Notice how earlier it was said, for those who have iman. Hear what is mentioned. Yaqeen. What is a higher level? Iman or yaqeen? Yaqeen. Right? So what does this indicate? The more faith you have, the more signs you see. The more faith you have, the more signs you see. And the more signs you see, the more faith you have. Right? Each, you know, stage, it strengthens the next. And in this ayah, what do we see? That we don't really need to look very far to realize Allah's perfection. In the previous ayah, the skies and the earth were mentioned. Here, what is mentioned? Your own body. And just the creatures that you'll see around you, no matter where you go. So look within yourself, just observe your own existence and you will find proofs of God's greatness and perfection and wisdom. In Surah Al-Rum, Ayah 20, Allah says, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ إِذَا أَنْتُمْ بَشَرٌ تَنْتَشِرُونَ He created you from dust and here you are scattered everywhere. In Surah Al-Dhariyat, Ayah 20, وَفِي الْأَرْضِ آيَاتٌ لِلْمُقِنِينَ وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ أَفَلَا تُبْصِرُونَ in the earth are signs for people who are certain, but also within yourselves. Don't you see? Don't you see? The signs that point to Allah's perfection. وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَاخْتِلَافِ And alternation. Meaning also there are signs in the ikhtilaf, the alternation of al-layli wal-nahari, of the night and the day. What is ikhtilaf? Ikhtilaf means when things differ. I think the word ikhtilaf is well known. 
right? Because there's ikhtilaf in this, there's ikhtilaf in that, especially in the month of Ramadan. So ikhtilaf is when people differ over something, right? Varying opinions, varying understanding, right? So this is ikhtilaf, differences. Ikhtilaf is when one thing is different from the other. Right? When one thing is different from the other. So for example, one person has a different understanding compared to the other. Perfectly fine. Right? So ikhtilaf, when one thing is different from the other. Another meaning of the word ikhtilaf is that alternation. As in, it's from khalf. Right? Khalifa. One goes and the other comes. Coming consecutively. Right? Succeeding. So, وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ nahar. What does it mean? The difference between the night and the day. Do they differ? Huge difference. Huge difference. Like for example, the night is dark, the day is bright. The night is generally cooler, and the day is generally hotter. Right? Warmer. The night, I mean, it's great to sleep in the night. And in the day, don't even try. Why? Gonna wake up all groggy. You're not going to get your sleep. You're just going to wake up upset. Unless you live on your own. That's different. But وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ There's a difference between the night and the day. Isn't it? Then اختلاف secondly is coming one after the other. That how they consecutively follow each other. One goes and the other comes. As soon as the night comes, the day leaves. Right? One is followed by the other. And this is happening constantly without any disturbance in the schedule. Any disturbance. There are signs in this. Who is in control of the night and the day? Wama And also in that which أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ Allah has sent down مِنَ السَّمَاءِ From the sky مِرْزِقٍ Of provision. The provision that Allah has sent down from the sky, there are signs in that also. What provision does Allah send down from the sky? Rain. Right? And why is rain called rizq? Because it brings rizq. It itself is rizq. Right? And it brings rizq. Because when there is rain, then there is growth. And then people have provision. Right? So, وَمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مِنْ رِزْقٍ But rizq over here doesn't just refer to the water that comes from the sky. There is also other things that come from the sky as provision for us. Like for instance... For instance, okay, sunlight, what else? Wind, very good, what else? Decrease. تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ And this Amr is regarding what? The following year, what is to happen? What risk a person is going to receive? So, وَمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مِنْ رِزْقٍ But here, in the context specifically, it's the water. Why? Because فَأَحْيَا بِهِ الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا فَأَحْيَا Then he brings to life. بِهِ With it. With what? With the rizq that Allah sent from the sky, which is water. الْأَرْضَ The earth, meaning the land, بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا After its death, meaning after its lifelessness. Meaning when land was dry and barren, when rain fell on it, what happened to it? It was as if it was brought back to life. How? That there's growth, there's vegetation. And then, وَتَصْرِيفِ And also there are signs in the tasrif. 
تصریف directing of الرياحي of the winds تصريف صادرفة we have done this word numerous times before صرفة يصرف التصريف is basically the coming and going of something and coming again differently than before meaning when something comes and it goes away and then it comes again but when it comes again it comes in a different way than it did before and this is exactly how the wind is it changes the speed changes the temperature changes right what else changes the direction the source right moisture humidity whatever it is it changes so what tasrif riyahi and if you think about it it's constantly changing doesn't it change i mean in the morning you check the weather and it says it's windy right you go out by the time you return it's not windy at all right so what tasrif riyah you're sitting outside somewhere the wind is blowing in one direction and then what happens it starts blowing in another direction there are ayatun there are numerous signs in all of this in what ikhtilaf al-layl wa an-nahar secondly wa ma anzal allah min as-sama'i min rizq thirdly wa tasrif al-riyah there are ayat but for who liqaumi yaqilun for people who use aql for people who use reason earlier it was said signs for those who believe then signs for those who are certain now signs for those who use reason meaning just think reflect and it will make sense use aql reflect and it will make sense that all of this cannot be running on its own this is the work of al aziz al hakim we see in this ayah numerous signs are mentioned firstly the night the night and the day in surah an nur ayah 44 allah says yuqallibu allah al layla wan nahar allah changes allah turns the night and the day meaning the night is brought and the day is gone right in surah al-baqarah ayah 164 also this is mentioned inna fi khalqi as-samawati wal ardi wa ikhtilaf al-layl wan nahari right then secondly provision bearing water from the sky meaning rain in surah an-naba ayah 14 allah says wa anzalna min al-mu'sirati ma'an thajjaja linukhrija bihi habban wa nabata when rain falls then what happens we produce by that rain hab grain wa nabata and plants and remember that hab is used for that grain which is eaten edible meaning that people consume so this food This grows why? Because of the rain that Allah sends. In Surah Abasa ayah 25, Allah says, "Falyanzuril insanu ila ta'ami." The human being, a person should see, he should look at his food. Where did it come from? Anna sababun al-ma'asabba. We sent down water in profusion. Thumma shaqqan al-arda shaqqa. Then we caused the ground to split. فَأَنْبَتْنَا فِيهَا حَبًّا وَعِنَبًا وَقَضْبًا وَزَيْتُونًا وَنَخْلًا وَحَدَائِكَ غُلْبًا وَفَاكِهَةً وَأَبًّا مَتَاعًا لَكُمْ وَلِأَنْعَامِكُمْ A list of different foods is mentioned. That how Allah makes all of that grow. For you and also for your animals. And you eat that food and your animals, you eat those also. And at the end what is mentioned? Ayat for people who think. What does this teach us? that having faith is not very difficult meaning it's not impossible to have iman it's not blind you have to use your mind you have to reason 
And when you think and you reflect, then iman comes. In Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 164 also, Allah says, You have to think. Allah says, Tilka ayatullahi. Tilka. That. Ayatullahi, verses of Allah. Have you noticed? Tilka is singular. Right? But it's being used to point to Ayatullah. Isn't it? Ayat is plural. Is it? Or is it not? Ayat is plural or singular? Plural. What is tilka? Tilka is singular or plural? Singular, right? What's the plural of tilka? Ula'ika. Alright? Thalika is a masculine form. Alright? Thalika al-kitabu. And tilka is a feminine form. Alright? Now why is the feminine form being used over here? Because of the word ayat. Ayat is plural. Alright? Alright? It's a plural. It ends with a ta. Right? Alif ta. It's a plural. So for that, feminine is being used. But the question is, do you allow me to do a little bit of grammar with you? Yeah? Just a little bit. The question is, why singular feminine? Why not plural feminine? Why tilka? Why feminine? Because for plural... Many times, feminine pronoun is used. Singular feminine pronoun is used. Alright? For a plural, many times, what is used? What pronoun is used? Singular feminine. And when ism ishara, when a, when a noun that is used to point towards something has to be used, then it has to be, which one? Singular feminine. Alright? So, tilka ayatullahi natluha alayka bilhaq. These, but yes, it is singular, but we'll translate it as plural. Okay? Why? Because it is referring to a plural. Okay? Of course, in your word to word, you will translate it as that. But when you're connecting the words together to make running translation, then you have to convey the meaning. Alright? And for that, plural will be used. So, tilka ayatullahi natluha. These are the verses of Allah which we recite. Natluha, we recite it. Meaning, we recite these verses, alayka on you, bilhaqi in truth. Meaning, all the proofs are there. These verses, as they are being recited, they're not empty of meaning. They are bilhaq. They contain the truth. They contain convincing arguments. And if... People are not affected by this, then fabi ayyi, then in which hadith and speech, ba'dallahi, after Allah, meaning after Allah's speech, wa ayatihi, and his verses, yu'minun, they will believe. Meaning if they will not believe in the ayat of Allah, if they will not believe in the speech of Allah, then whose speech will they be affected by? Whose speech will they accept? And whose proofs will they accept? If they don't accept Allah's word, then whose word will they accept? What will move them? You see, there are two means of obtaining guidance. Ayat kawni and ayat shari. Ayat kawni, the creation. Like we see Ibrahim salam, he observed the creation. Right? Ayat shari, the verses that Allah has revealed. So when a person uses his mind, reflects on them, then what happens? This is a means of obtaining guidance. 
But if a person does not learn from ayat kauni or ayat shari, then how will he learn? Where will he learn from? If he is rejecting both, then what will bring him faith? In Surah Mursalat, Ayah 50, Allah says, فَبِأَيِّ حَدِيثٍ بَعْدَهُ يُؤْمِنُونَ If this is not going to convince them, then what will convince them? What speech will they believe in after this? Because whose speech is the best? Allah's speech is the best. If His work is the best, then His word is also the best. Right? In Surah Al-Zumar, Ayah 23, Allah says, Allahu nazzala أَحْسَنَ الْحَدِيثِ Allah has sent the best speech, the most perfect speech, the most excellent speech. And if a person does not pay attention to it and does not learn from it, then what is he going to learn from? It's a rhetorical question, meaning he's not going to learn. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حامين تنزيل الكتاب من الله العزيز الحكيم إن في السماوات والأرض لآيات للمؤمنين وَفِي خَلْقِكُمْ وَمَا يَبُثُّ مِن دَابَّةٍ آيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يُوقِنُونَ وَاخْتِلَافِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ وَمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مِنْ رِزْقٍ فَأَحْيَا بِهِ الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا وَتَصْرِيفِ الرِّيَاحِ آيَاتٌ لِقَوْمٍ يَعْقِلُونَ تِلْكَ آيَاتُ اللَّهِ نَتْلُوهَا عَلَيْكَ بِالْحَقِّ فَبِأَيِّ حَدِيثٍ بَعْدَ اللَّهِ وَآيَاتِهِ يُؤْمِنُونَ